Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the Scorpions with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. You know, Scorpions come up in the list of Nobel Prize winners for 2022 in a weird way. I totally see it. <laughs> I don't think you do. Oh, no. I do. All right. We'll see if you do. Man, what a show today. Really? Scott Co- yeah, well, you know, I mean, once you get past the Scott Cohen part of it, uh, comedian Bob Marley will be joining us. Yeah. He's going to be at the Academy of Music in Northampton on Saturday, and we'll be talking to him just after 8 o'clock today. We'll also, cool. we'll also give you a chance at uh, winning a gift card to Villa Napolitana. Yes. In East Law Meadow. All week long, we have those to give away. All week long. Yeah. So that's coming up later on this morning. It's 536. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. September means fall in New England. It also feels classic rock. It's 553 and Van Halen with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. We have highs near 80 today, but there's a good chance for rain, like 88 to 90% for rain, and some of it some severe thunderstorms this afternoon, so beware of that. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. And if you have storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II was laid to rest this morning, but over the weekend, thousands of people continued to pay their respects. Mourners included President Biden and his wife Jill, who obviously didn't have to wait in the huge line with the rest of the commoners. But it might surprise you to know that David Beckham did have to wait his turn. Yes. And he was in that line for 13 hours. The soccer star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually which, less than some people waited. Mm-hmm. Which is even uh, more amazing when you realize that he's met her multiple times and even received the Order of the British Empire from her. Says a lot about the dude, I think. Well, it, well I don't know if, if uh, he chose to stand in yes. line or was given no choice. Hmm. That's Probably a good question, no choice. I suppose. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. He said, said he was happy to do it. He told yeah. reporters, I grew up in a household of royalists and I was brought up that way. And my grandparents had been here today. I knew that he wanted me to be here. Who is that? It was Ozzy Osbourne, I think. Yeah, Very I think. Un- mm-hmm. uncanny. Somebody got mixed in there. I don't know who exactly <laughs> it was. So, uh, so yeah. So, 13 hours. I, you know, I, uh, I think the most I've waited in line for something was... Uh, 14 hours, and that was to try out for that last comic standing show back in 2003 down in uh, New York City. How'd that work? Yeah, it didn't really work out that great. Did you get it? Did get at least get in? Oh, at least I got, I got yeah. an audition. Yeah. 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 How yeah, long but, did that last after that long of a wait? Uh, about three minutes. Okay, yeah. well, wow. that's not bad. All right, it was three minutes longer than I expected. Yeah, I wouldn't want to stand 13 hours into uh, on a line for something that I would enjoy. Never mind something that's you know sad and miserable. Uh, a lot of people waiting to get into the Big E, I guess. Big record crowds on Friday. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about that a mm-hmm. little bit later. But yeah, right. jeez, you don't even. Yeah, there was a line to get into the Big E for thirteen hours. <laughs> there must be something good on the other side of that fence. Uh, Matthew McConaughey said he learned about uh, consent from his father. That's a little what? weird. What he advised that if a girl ever shows hesitation. In a sexual situation, he should stop, and there will be another day if it is meant to be. Oh, there, that's, so that is some good advice. Yeah, but it just sounded weird when it said... Yeah, you uh, started off sounding kind of nuts, yeah, but then yeah, you, you, I, you turned the thing around. You know, I learned about consent from my dad. It was a balmy, balmy day. <laughs> 
A uh, new Karate Kid movie is in the works for 2024 that's supposedly connected to the original franchise but has nothing to do with Cobra Kai. Obviously, people are wondering how that's even possible. I don't even know why you would do it. I don't even know why you would do it either. Cobra Kai's been a perfectly good show. Why don't we focus on what, you know, uh, you know, what those guys are doing? Well, maybe Elizabeth Shue will uh, have her own little spinoff, Karate Kid movie. I don't know. Uh, Alan Alda and Mike Farrell got together over the weekend to toast the 50th anniversary of the TV show MASH. That series ran for 11 seasons on CBS from 1972 to 1983. Wasn't the Korean War like two years long? It was. Yes. How do you get 11 years out of a two-year war? Uh, They went by minute by minute. All right. Wasn't uh, Gary Berghoff available for the reunion? Radar? Or is he? Did he? I mean, I guess the whole rest of the I, cast is gone. Maybe honestly, that's it. I, I thought Alan Alda was dead. <laughs> I thought he died a few years ago. No, all the, I thought Mike Farrell was dead. See, all the people you think were dead are actually alive, and all the people that are alive are actually dead. You just blew my mind. That's weird. Post Malone fell hard into an open trap door during a show in St. Louis on Saturday night. After a 15-minute break, he finished a shortened version of his show. He later said the fall knocked the wind out of him. Did you see pictures of this or a video of this? Mm-hmm. That dude fell yeah. hard. They yep. said he fractured three ribs. Easily. Easily. I mean, I, he he went down like a big back, bad, wet a bag of yeah. something very hard. Sack of potatoes. Yeah, that's thank it. you very you know much. I was going to say a wet bag of slop, but it just couldn't come out. Well, that works, too. Uh, but that guy, man, how did he finish that show? A yeah, shortened kind of sh- version? That's the kind of showmanship you just don't see anymore. Is that the let's finish this show enough till we get to the point where we don't have to refund any tickets? Is that what that means? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Here, let me just uh, sing one song with me keeled over on the stage <laughs> with a microphone in my mouth. You, you folks don't care if I can't inhale my chest cavity with air, do you? Because I'm, <laughs> otherwise we're going to have to cut this short. And what is the cutoff point between where you you, you can't get a refund anymore? I mean, I think it, you got to be at least forty five minutes in. Right. Uh, a lot of people were unhappy with the debut of that Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. There were complaints about the picture being fuzzy and pixelated, and the sound not syncing up. And of I, course, people who don't have Amazon uh, couldn't watch it. Uh, that couldn't watch it weren't happy either. I, I read that and I talked about it a little bit on the show here, and I didn't have any of those problems with my transmission. Maybe it's a matter of a cable provider did, or a app versus. Uh, you did know. you not have the problems? Because, like there are times when 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 the voice isn't synced properly with the with the microphone, and I'll not notice it until somebody else points it out, going, "Hey, the voice isn't synced." And then you read their lips, and they're like, "Wait, it is off." Well, it's not like you're looking at the people in the broadcast booth anyway. You're just hearing them call the game and watching the pictures. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like a, like a sideline reporter oh, or something yeah, well, when, you're, when you're like yeah. doing a report. It yeah. probably depends entirely on your internet connection or your cable connection or mm. whatever you're you're using to to watch it. I got cocks. I'm sure you do, but for the rest of us, we don't. I got cocks in my living room too. No kidding. Hey. Right now, there's not. A, there's no cable company around though. Hey, I don't know. Uh, Enrique Iglesias posted a video from a meet and greet where he's kissing a female fan and kind of feeling her up. Ooh. Is Anna Kornikova okay with this? Are they even still together? <laughs> I haven't heard anything about Enrique I, Iglesias. I didn't even realize they were together. That's how undialed in I am. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even know anything that he's done lately. Has he? Uh... Well, apparently it's Anna Kornikova. Hmm. 
there's going to be a sequel to the 2005 supernatural movie Constantine. Keanu Reeves will be returning as the occult investigator John Constantine. No word on uh, who else will be in it or when it will come out. Uh, let's see. Uh, and that's pretty much it. And that's your Hollywood trash right here on Rock 102. Ice. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember that fella Tom Brady? I got a vague recollection of the guy, but frankly, I'm not terribly aware of his most recent work. However, yesterday, despite smashing stuff on the sidelines out of anger in the third quarter, Tom Brady and that team that he allegedly plays for beat the New Orleans Saints by a score of 20-10. to 10. And while everybody is focused on things like Tom Brady tossing stuff and Tampa wide receiver Mike Evans getting ejected for tossing Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints to the ground and inciting a brief on-field brawl, that is hardly where I'm choosing to focus my attention. Folks, did you realize that while every eye in the place is focused on the blinding, shimmering light that follows Tom Brady's every movement, there were actually other things going on during that game. There were. For example, according to reports, Saints quarterback Jameis Winston was out there despite being listed as being questionable before the game. Apparently, Winston has been dealing with a back injury. How bad is it? According to Jay Glazer of Fox Sports, the reason why Winston was playing like garbage yesterday may have had something to do with the fact that he's playing with four fractures in his back. Not one, four. And yet, he still completed the game. Of course, he also threw three interceptions after being sacked six times, and yet it was Tom Brady throwing stuff on the sidelines in the third quarter of the game. Folks, it would only take me one back fracture to say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to sit the rest of this game out. In fact, I'm not even going to wait for there to be another broken vertebrae. I quit. Meanwhile, this guy's out there playing with four of them. Listen, I'm tender. I would retire from football by a jock itch, a hangnail, a stub toe, or dandruff. This guy's out there playing with a broken back and refusing to come out of the game because he thinks he can beat Tom Brady, a broken-down 45-year-old man who's old enough for his second colonoscopy. But hey, and never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. So you're on your way to that big orange box store for Benjamin Moore Paint. Well, you might want to turn around there, big fella, because America's Best Paint is only sold at independent retailers with dedicated paint experts. Benjamin Moore Paint. You're going to find it at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613. And the cars. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, pretty good weather today. Highs near about 80, but uh, some rain later on, and uh, some of it could be severe thunderstorms, so be careful. Um, did what you do? Did you go to the Big E this weekend? I no. Not. No. Why no. not? No, the, the opening crowd, weekend. No, that's why. It's too much, you know, I'm going to go on one of the off. Maybe I'll go today during the severe thunderstorm. That actually, you know what, Dave, <laughs> you're on to something there, that's, because that is the best time to go. Yeah, and everyone said, oh, I don't want to get all wet in the rain. Uh, they you could wear a slicker. Yes, a uh, raincoat. Do they still call them slickers? By the I, way, or not? I'm, I'm, I'm going with the old it's school. Old school yeah. yeah, with some uh, some puddle boots. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You can stay inside yep. in a lot of yeah. places. Oh yeah, good idea. Uh, I went yesterday. Because well, and, and did you hang out with Everclear or not? I, I did. Yeah, I did. How was I, that? Well, I know we got to the point of the story now, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, no, I went. I I was supposed to. 
I hooked up with this guy that I know, and he 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 you know got me this you know this meet and greet kind of thing going on with Everclear. Sure. And uh, you know I met some other radio people, uh, which were really cool. And uh, we we got to meet Everclear yesterday mm-hmm. afternoon, which no was, which was pretty awesome. We got to see the sound check. Oh yeah, sure. that was cool too. I don't think I don't think I've ever been around for like a a major band. Uh, like sound check, you know. I've seen like you know local people come out and you know test one two and do the thing on the microphone, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, to see an actual band's uh, uh, sound check was, yeah. was pretty awesome. Kind of fun, and, isn't it? And they're singing song. They're singing the songs that they're going to sing uh, during the concert. Sometimes they sing songs that they never sing in concert. Yeah, they just they just do it just uh, just to get the uh, the sound right. It ju- it just amazed me though that they had because the, it's that op- it's that free it's the free concert area whatever whatever that's called. I don't uh, know. The stage of honor, I think it is. Court of Honor. Court stage. of Honor stage. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and and they're like practicing, and nobody even notices. There's like there's like maybe a handful of people that are sitting in those bleachers there. Right. You know the show doesn't start until eight o'clock, so maybe people just don't realize that that's who's uh, that's who's gearing up in there. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was pretty neat to, to watch that whole thing. And then they uh, they come down off the stage, and then uh, we get to, I get I get to meet Art Alexakis. Really? And then um, who you interviewed? Did he remember the interview? By the way, he or? did remember nice. the interview, right. and uh, which uh, still is not going to see the light of day. But that's okay. <laughs> um, I did the I did the interview with him. I'm going to tell you what happened. All right, I did the interview with him. It yeah. was a great interview. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't put my Mike O L down on the board. So when I went to go back to listen to it, mm-hmm. all it is is his responses. Now I could go back and put my own questions yeah. in, right? But it sounds I tried doing it, and it sounds like crap. Huh. It's, it's, it sounds it's awful. Like, it sounds like you're acting. It does sound like you're acting because mm-hmm. there's no way to recreate that. There was this flow that we had in the conversation, yeah. which yeah. you can't recreate. Yeah. By inserting your own questions, well, especially if you know, like you're maybe you're telling a funny story or joke, and then there's a reaction, or you're laughing, and, 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 that, and that's the thing. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know what, I can't. Uh, you know, I used to work for uh, for uh, the Pizzeria Unos down there. In yeah. The, uh, at, well, I used to work at the one in the Hoyoke Mall, and uh, the Horowitz family. You know, they 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 run that pretty tight ship down there for those restaurants, and they would say, "Are you proud of that?" You know, if it was like in the kitchen, and it, you know, it didn't really kind of yeah. look like the way they wanted to present. Are mm-hmm. you proud of that? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. Then don't serve it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the same kind of concept. If right. you're not proud of it, uh, you're not going to serve it. We so don't I apply don't... those standards to this show. Well, what? we we haven't in a long <laughs> yeah. time. But uh, you know, I mean, listen, it's still mm-hmm. Art Alexakis, or I got so lost. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, maybe you, you just got to think in terms of like. Uh, like sense memory. What were you feeling at the time you asked those questions, and can you replicate that moment and put it back down, as opposed no. to just you know indiscriminately reading the questions no. that you asked? He clearly hates his dad, and I hate my dad, and we were having this really like hate dad moment, and uh, uh, you know, and that was that was the end of the interview. Yeah, a but- couple of their songs were all about that. Yeah, like uh, uh, their parents having arguments when he's growing up. Well, uh, uh, m- many of Everclear's songs are like are like these uh, real life yep. uh, situations mm-hmm. where uh, you know it's all about uh, psychological 
yeah, damage and trauma. What's what's that one song uh, about? Uh, you know, him growing up and he th- has the fond memories of the Star Wars poster on his bedroom door, mm-hmm. and then but then all the arguments he can hear going on down the hall at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really powerful stuff. Uh, World of Noise was their was their first album that came out thirty years ago, and they um, he he lost the tapes. He didn't know oh, where really? the ta- he didn't know where the tapes were. He found he finds them in a box in a relative's house. <laughs> with dust all over him and like uh so he he owns these master tapes so he it has never been on a digital platform before they just released it this year this mm. past june uh, in a digital form and then it's coming out on a uh, on vinyl next uh by the end of next but this year that's awesome I, yeah, yeah I, I love i love stories like that hearing about like a yeah. record that for whatever reason got lost or never released and all of a sudden someone decides hey let's oh look what i just found that happens a lot more than you might think. And any kind of band that you see, like in concert and stuff, you you start to realize like how many hits these people had yeah. when they yes. start singing at collectively. Mm-hmm. When when you see a set list or when you start like yesterday during the sound check, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they did that one. They did that one too. Well, yeah. I, like I was just surprised that that was going to be part of the set list. You know what I mean? So, but but it was pretty cool, and uh, we got we got to was a group of us that went down there. We we waited, and we got to meet him afterwards, and right. uh, he was cool. And that was the end of it. And yeah. how was the uh, how was the spread backstage? Did you? We get didn't. To enjoy we didn't go there? backstage. Ah, okay. We only went to the the side of the stage mm, yeah. where there, there's he, a there's a designated area for these meet and greets. You yeah. don't really get to go backstage unless you've. You know, unless you've uh, you've impressed someone on the road crew, but, but he or something. interviewed Art for crying out loud. He's he never is. getting backstage yeah. to an Everclear show. <laughs> it's like one of the one of the uh, it's like one of the roadies is the tour manager. Mm. Like, they, so right. they don't hire like it's not like these. I don't know. You would think it would be this elaborate thing, but it's really not. It's just one guy coordinating everything. Mm. Oh yeah, we'll meet you after the show. Don't worry about it. You know, and then they meet you. Did you did you hang out at the Biggie after you were done or before all this uh, happened? I uh, I went and uh, to thank the uh, the guy that got me the opportunity to, to do that. I bought him a one of those steak sandwiches. Oh yeah, the shaved steak ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fifteen dollars mm-hmm. for one sandwich. That's ridiculous. When you think that they had one hundred and fourteen thousand people on Saturday, yeah, and each one of them. Are buying yeah. at least one fifteen dollar food item. How much money well, is being passed around after you've already spent the money to park your car and to get into the joint? Exactly. Uh, they're making money hand over fist, and if they're saying they got record breaking crowds, then they. But the tra- there was no traffic. There wasn't really any traffic yesterday. Mm. I mean, That's I didn't. Weird. I didn't get down there until about two thirty or That's so. That's why you got there late. People oh, yeah. have this this impression if they get there early, they'll fight the traffic. It's the absolute right. opposite. It's, okay. Yeah, it's funny you guys are saying this. And now hear this a little bit later on. We'll hear from some guy that was interviewed from Western Mass News all about the traffic versus the parking issues. The traffic, not the problem. The parking issues were the problem, apparently. I don't know. That's I don't know. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys found that to be true or not? Park, um... It depends. The last the, yeah. the, the last time I was there for that event that I was late for, I had a, a pass in the media parking lot, mm-hmm. and that was full. Okay. So I couldn't even get into that. Yeah, That's yeah why I, that happened to me last year, and I had to park like behind some. I think I had to park behind that firehouse, the West Springfield firehouse, right? Uh, uh, thing that they got on the grounds there. But you know what I did get uh, right at gate nine. Yeah, uh, when you walk in there, the tots a lot. Tater tots. Tater tots. 
They're like dressed every single way you could you could imagine. Really? Mm. There's like a pepperoni pizza. I know we got a little bit of time, but we've got the pepperoni pizza yeah. and the chicken tot pie where oh. they take the tots oh. and they pour the gravy over oh. the stuff. Oh my god! And then uh, with a loaded one that's like a you know like a baked potato, mm-hmm. you know, with the sour cream and the yeah. bacon mm-hmm. and uh, lobster. Lobster tots, dude. Lobster tots. It's twenty four bucks. Right, but but how, did, how is that not worth you it? You get a ah. load of lop, hot lobster meat with butter mm. over the top of yeah. these crispy tater tots. Mm. It's it's like heaven. Did mm. you have that one? I did have that one, and that was good. I, tr- I actually tried them all. Really? Yeah. How'd you do that? I uh, I greased up the old lady behind the. Uh, uh-huh. Now you're talking. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, you uh, you show me some of them tots, baby. Show me your tots. <laughs> and then she did. She showed me all her tots. Wow. And then, uh, yeah. And that then, sounds uh, delicious. It was, I could, I, I didn't even think, like, when I first saw the sign, I'm like, there's no, that, how can that taste good? Like, I just didn't, like, it didn't put the two, I never really had potatoes with lobster before. You know what I mean? Like, I've oh, always, yeah. It's, I've it, always it, had like a, it's like a summer fair. Like it's usually like mm-hmm. a light rice or, a, Listen, or something no, like that. That's, that's, those are, that's an inoffensive combination to me. But as yeah. long as it's lobster and butter mm-hmm. and yeah. potatoes and butter, Get, that's everything. Highly recommended. The tots at Gateway. Right. Right. Other than that, it was a cesspool of people and smells that uh, nobody would ever want to be around. <laughs> Just like it's been for the last 96 exactly. years. Exactly. Excellent. Go, going today in the heavy rain then. There you go. All 623. Right. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 629 in the doors. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, look out. Got some maybe potentially severe thunderstorms a little bit later this afternoon. And uh, rains in general this afternoon at 80 to 90%, but highs around 80 degrees. Today I learned, brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Today I learned that... Yeah, Joe Diver from Sutter, let us back in the studio. Yeah. Oh, zing, 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 zing. It sounds like there's like two different bits going on at the same time. I don't know what you're talking about, dummy. <laughs> I got some dad jokes for you. You why, ready? Why don't you roll them into the mass hat as well? And then we could have like three different bits at once. I'm well, not even from Massachusetts. Well, hold on, Dave. Now hear this. <laughs> okay. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? I don't know. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're both Parasites! Ah! Parasites! Paris. Yes. You know, yesterday I ate a clock. Mm-hmm. You ate a clock? It was very time-consuming. <laughs> so you ate, ate, a, ate a clock. Mm. You know, a man was arrested due to possessing a stolen calendar. A stolen calendar? He got 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> What's up in the news, Davey? <laughs> we'll find out next with all the numbers from the first weekend of the Big E. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Now that fall is upon us, you're going to be out doing uh, leaf peeping, uh, apple picking, scenic drives, all that kinds of good stuff on uh, on the weekends here in 634. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car. Whether you trade it or not, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. A little recap of the first weekend of the Big E here. Attendance reaching six digits on Saturday after breaking records on Friday. Almost 90,000 
fairgoers on opening day this year on Friday, and that does bust the record. The Eastern States Exposition reporting the 114,263 visitors on Saturday and Saturday's entertainment, including KT Tunstall and the U2 tribute band Unforgettable Fire. Steve was there yesterday when Everclear was around, as long as, uh, as well as Modern English, and uh, country star Brantley Gilbert. And uh, they got the new Ferris wheel. Did you see that or not? You know what? I didn't even notice the new Ferris wheel, which uh, makes me believe it's not as big as they think. It Maybe. Is. Well, this, it's like all of us guys, right? Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm less concerned about the Ferris wheel. I've never been on a single ride at the Big E for many very good reasons because I'm usually so full of food that it's hard to think about being spun around in a machine. But uh, besides the lobster tots that you had, yeah. What else did you have? The, uh, I had uh, I had bought a steak sandwich. The steak Co- sandwich cost me thirty bucks for one for me and one for the guy that g- got me did me the favor of mm-hmm. getting me into. Everclear. I see. Yeah. Okay, so thirty bucks, big sandwich. How much? How many of, uh, of the tots did you get with a lobster? You got it's a decent portion. Okay, it's a it's a decent portion of tater tots and it's loaded with the the toppings on it. It's so not I mean the, it's very filling. Gotcha. So it's yeah. not the kind of thing you get at the Big E where you order it, you pay you twelve bucks, and you say, you know what I would really like a second one of these, but not for twelve bucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, that's what. It, it, that's everything there, though. There, it, you go and you find something. It, the prices are set by the Big E. The big E is the ones that regulate how much you're going to sell that for because mm-hmm. they get a certain percentage of those sales. Oh, I know. So that's why they set it so high. So it kind of hurts the the business people, uh, you know, trying to make some money off your thing. You know, if I were Gene Cassidy, I would probably, you know, throw like $200,000 on my bed and just roll around naked in it for the next 17 days. You don't think he does that already? I don't know what he does. I, think he I know does. I would do that. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think he showers in butter from the butter cow, like after the fair is over. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna be uh, shout. I'm gonna be rolling my corn in that all, oh, yeah. all uh, season long. I'm gonna rub my rolls. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's what I would do. So, did you see the animal protesters there? Because I know we no. talked about that last week as well. They were there outside the Big E protesting, yeah, but they probably weren't there the entire time. My guess is, even after an hour or so, they realized. We're not really getting anywhere with this. Look at these people eating all these animals. I got very lucky uh, because I didn't want to be there for more than the time it was allotted to be there mm-hmm. for to, to do the Everclear meet and greet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, obviously having been there before, I know exactly where I'm going and what mm-hmm. I'm doing. So I, uh, I found a spot and uh, I got a spot right up front near gate seven. Perfect. For $10. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because the guy knew me. The guy cut his price because of you? Yeah. Because of, your, wow. of who you are? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, God damn it! when I was, when I was uh, running yeah. late for an event, uh, I'm wearing a Rock 102 yeah. t-shirt. It couldn't be more obvious of who I am. And you're me. a Hall of Famer to be. Well, not at that point. This is several years ago, and I'm okay. still you know, working my way up to it. Mm-hmm. I had to pay $25 to park my car. Yeah, well, it, he was charging 30 and I said, well, let me give you something for it. And he Son said, uh, I'll take $10. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, here's 10 bucks." And I got to park 100 feet from the gate. God bless And I walked man. right in. I got my tots, walked over, met Clear, and I got the hell out of there. You know, I got something for free over the weekend as well. All right. I walked into a vape shop for the first time ever just to see what it was like because my girlfriend was coming up and visiting me, and she requested matches Mm -hmm. for the weekend. Matches? And I don't have matches. 
So I walked across the street in Windsor Locks. She's like a pyromaniac? What is she? No, uh, it was, we were celebrating my birthday over the weekend because she's not going to be here this coming weekend when my birthday actually occurs. So she made a big deal out of it this weekend. All right. So, you know, candles on a cake, the whole oh, deal there. Because I, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm thinking some sort of weird, you know, hot wax type of thing. Or I'm not telling you everything. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I don't know what you you yeah. do. Yeah. I don't know you well enough. I know. I'm not uh, saying it on Why the am I picturing uh, that Willem Dafoe Madonna movie where they were pouring <laughs> oh, hot yeah. wax all over each That's other? That's what I'm thinking yeah. in my yeah, head, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, again, I'm not telling you the whole deal. But in any case, I walk into a vape shop to get... Well, I figured I'd get a lighter instead of matches, right? Yeah. And I figured they got to have a lighter in a vape shop, and it's right across the street from my place, and I've never been to a vape shop before, so I walk in. I'm the only guy there, and there's a dude, like, wandering around. He's the proprietor of the vape shop. All right. Dude, how you doing, man? What do you need? What can I do you for? And I said, I just, I need a lighter. He says, oh, right up front up here. And so I walk up, and, you know, I'm going to grab for one of the lighters. He goes, what kind of lighter do you? I said, this will do fine, this Bic right here. He says, free of charge, my man. Free of charge. Free of charge. Wow. Yes. I said, you, you, I, so how are you making money, man? Right. Giving away big lighters for free all the time. <laughs> I said, you can't do that. I, said, I looked at the price. Like, it's $1.99. You can't just give it to He goes, ah, I do this all the time. He's the owner. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Maybe he is. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. What? In any case, I... I said, well, at least let me give you, you know, give you a tip for it. You know, you know what? It, that's like a drug dealer. That's yeah. like, uh, you know what? I give you a free lighter this time. You come back, I'll give you a vape next time. Maybe. And then, uh, then all of a sudden, you'll be vaping left yeah. and right. And you'll mm-hmm. be getting popcorn lung, and it's a real <laughs> monkey on your back with butter. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a whole big mess. Wait, wait, is, is popcorn lung a thing? Is that like it a, is? What? If you vape yeah. too much, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's all it. the all the. <laughs> All the, the mist that gets into your lungs mm. creates this thing called popcorn lung. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's a real it's vape thing. delicious with butter and- uh, No, it's not. Mm. I don't think it goes away. It smells good. Anyway, thanks to the dude who gave me the free Bic lighter. Not something I normally get, but uh, worked out fine. Back to the Big E. Did the you get an- your birthday candles lit? Uh, they did, yeah, we, yeah, we had the thing. Uh, oh, yeah. I, come on, Dave. We don't need to get back to the news. What happened <laughs> at this birthday party? Uh, well, we went out to dinner at a fine restaurant in Simsbury- that she planned the whole thing out for. And the is this wo- a place that has like these uh, these two yellow arches that's shaped like an M? Again, I'm not going to yeah. tell you everything about my birthday celebration. Shut up, man. Was it a big seat? No, they're closed on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and they're also closed at the Big E on Sundays, well, by what, the way. Well, of course. You, can't, you can't say what restaurant you went to? Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a place called um, uh, Millwright's. Millwrights. Fan- Millwrights. It's like one of those really fancy. But I we, think we, I've heard of that. Before. But we dined outdoors under yeah. a t- under a tent near the waterfall. It was oh, very, well, no, very nice. nice. Yeah, well. yeah she, she, she again. She set the whole thing up and then back to my place where we had the cake. That's where the magic happened. Yeah. What kind of cake did you have? She bought a cake from Whole Foods Market. Ah, yeah. Is there like whipped cream fruit kind of cake with white, you know, the frosting? I know, I know that cake. That's you, a good cake. They say it's their signature cake sure at, at the Whole Foods market. Damn, so these I don't veterinarians know. make tons of money. <laughs> well, right, well, uh, <laughs> going to fancy Whole Foods? Yeah, yeah. I know, right? You my know, kids so. be lucky they got Duncan Hines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my kids an Entenmann's. Right there at the end of the end of the aisle. Or no, is that what is that? Is that a castle in Windsor? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a display case at the end of the aisle. Um well, there you go. Well, happy early birthday. Oh. Thank you. Well, it's actually this Saturday, but again, she's busy with her daughter this coming weekend, uh, so she yeah. planned ahead. Well, you know what? We're going to forget by tomorrow. That's all right. So I don't mind. Let's just celebrate uh, it today. All right. We'll, we can do that. I'll tell you what. You look remarkably, remarkably well-reserved for a guy who's 74 years old. Thank you. Appreciate that. You look a day over 73. Doing the best I can.
The 30th annual Springfield Puerto Rican Parade kicked off yesterday morning at the Big E. The largest number of entrants ever recorded. Over 5,000 registered marchers. Wow. Making their way, well, actually, I should say, down both sides of Main Street from the north end to downtown Springfield. And as long as we're talking about the Puerto Rican Parade, Hurricane Fiona pummeling Puerto Rico. Uh, recently unleashing landslides and they've, they've got a huge problem down it's, there it's a total uh, you blackout like yeah. the, the power is out to that island in every in every home mm-hmm. every building right it's a power outage so a lot of folks in west western mass you know with relatives there obviously yeah. very worried about their friends and family it's a real mess yes uh as of last night more than a thousand people and some 80 pets had shot uh, sought shelter across the island of puerto rico uh, taxes, we talked about this last week. Eligible mass residents can see some tax relief this fall, either through a check in the mail or direct deposit, equating to about 13% of their personal income tax from 2021. Now, Bax, you were trying to do the math last week. You don't have to do that. There's a website you can go to, Mass Live has the story, and you can go to the link for that and figure out how much you're going to get and when, if you want. All right, because I, I would the, like to know. What's mm-hmm. the website? Uh, I don't have it here, but again, if you go to MassLive.com's story about it, there's a direct link oh, okay, cool. to the site that you need to go to. It's 643 with back Steve and Dave. Mass Hats coming up next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651 and REM with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, Steve actually looked up the website where you can check on the refund you're going to get from taxes. It's just what? Mass.gov, right? He's like, you know what? Uh, just find the article. <laughs> right. Well, go, go, here, you can. it's easier to Google, uh, calculate how much your mass tax refund check will be than it is to read you the mm-hmm. website that you have to go to. It's like <laughs> mass.gov slash mm-hmm. uh, screw you <laughs> slash uh, you literally have to have your money. <laughs> you literally have to have your 2021 W-2s in front of you yeah. in order to even figure out what's yeah. coming to you. It, yeah. It's like, uh, well, how much did you get for the child tax credit? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't have that paper in front of me. Yeah, You might as well just be surprised when honestly, the check arrives, right? Honestly. Hey, the Big Bonk and Smoke is coming back to the Log Cabin Wednesday, October 5th, and tickets are on sale now. It is a great night of fun. Beautiful views off the side of Mount Tom. Uh, free cigars from uh, the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam with your admission. Also includes a t-shirt from GG Inc.'s Custom Printing and a premium food spread that is fantastic. Details and tickets available at rock102.com. Cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. I think you would know that by now, but you must be over 21 with a positive ID tenter. It's the Big Bonk and Smoke, October 5th at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, the Tommy Carr Auto Group, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Got some possibly severe thunderstorms coming in later this afternoon. Highs near 80. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. We're handing out one mass hat award to the people who run Intercontinental's Hotel Group. This is like Holiday Inn, Crown Plaza, and others. I guess they're located in England. I'm looking here to see where we send the Mass Hat Award, but they also have offices in Indonesia and Singapore and China and all over the world. We're not actually uh, technically sending out certificates. Well, we should, uh, because these people deserve it. They're so dumb. How dumb are they? That they put the password for their entire hotel group as QWERTY1234. 
Q-W-E-R-T-Y, one, two, three, four. Somebody figured that out and hacked into their system over the weekend. You know, it's uh, it's one thing to get hacked. It's another thing to kind of open the door and make it easy for hackers to jump in and right. destroy your business. Well, I mean, is a hacker... A hacker, a good one, can figure out your password no matter what it is. Well, so what's the difference if you use, I mean, I guess, but who would have thought that QWERTY, uh, one, two, see, I would have, I got to change my password. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Uh, by the way, the people who created the ransomware attack say, we don't feel guilty. This was the stupidest thing ever. I mean, it was easy for us. I don't think the really good hackers can get through the really tough passwords. I mean, if you make it hard enough, they're not going to find it. Uh, yeah, you, absolutely they will. There's, there, there, I mean, there's software out there that can determine you know, what your password is just by by elimination. That's why you got to change your password all the time. As much as of a pain in the ass it is when we have to come change these ones in the studio, because this thing actually reminds you to do it every month or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You got to do it now yeah. because uh, it can easily. I found my information on the dark web. Really, my uh, my credit card scans like the whole. Uh, I think we talked about this with Weissman actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that my card offers this service, and when your credit check to tell you if they found any of your information on on the on the dark web, and my there was an email address that I had from years ago with the password on it and i'm like i don't even have that email anymore but that's the information that was associated with me you know because my name was associated with it right so uh yeah your your info can get out there and people sell this stuff and uh, they make money off of it uh the hackers who got into the password for intercontinentals hotels group actually contacted the bbc the hackers contacted the bbc to brag about their efforts now, a spokesman for IHG, the International Continental Hotels Group, pushed back, saying, no, no, our firm, quote, employs a defense in-depth strategy to information security that leverages many modern security solutions, end quote. Yeah, except they still got past all that. Yeah. And they found out how to break in. Mm-hmm. So, so much for your, uh, so much for your protections. Yeah. And maybe whoever it is that runs the security system for Intercontinental Hotels Group will be out of a job. Damn. Better send that certificate right away. 656 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next, the 102 Second Sports, and then Scott Cohen coming in, I suppose. He's back, right? I believe he's back, yes. All right. We'll have him coming up as well on Rock 102. To Springfield's Classic Rock, the foreboding genius of Eddie Money on Rock 102. Yes, that's that's what I mean. Wow. Look at the time. It's 7-10. Oh, boy. What a delight and a thrill to welcome back longtime broadcasting has been hey. Scott Cohen. Oh, oh, hey. Hey. Wow. <laughs> you know, so sorry, look, so I went to uh, a, a buddy of mine came in from out of town. Um, he's a local guy from Western Mass who uh, was a big uh, sports guy out yeah. in Chicago. His name's Tom Scher. And his, um, he had a family gathering in Melrose, which is where my girl lives. So we went to that. But I got, I got. My... I saw it. I, are you going to brag about what you posted on Facebook or not? What's that? With the the entire crowd in the train. Oh man, that's another story. Okay, <laughs> so right, sorry. Oh, we get two stories in the same story. Yeah, it's two right. stories in the same story. All right. So I got. Uh, so we're at this uh, family gathering. There are people from the Boston area, and of course, people from Western Mass. <laughs> family here sure. dude i got i got the treatment 
the Scott Cohen TV treatment from my Western Mass days, and then all the neighbors who live in the Boston area. Hey, right. I remember you from 56. Buddy, I was a big swinging you-know-what. I know. Uh, no. When you say that, though, you mean 1956, right? Not, hey, not just Channel 56. <laughs> so don't give me this. Uh, listen, I know you're, no, go- no, no, I know no. you're going to the Hall of Fame on Thursday, but listen, I, I still got I still got some street calls. He's got it. There's no, he, no he, question about it. He's very influential. Did you see what he posted on Facebook? No. He got an entire crowd on oh the train to do this. So we went to the Red Sox game Friday yep. night and uh, took um, my girlfriend lives um, like, I mean, literally two uh, commuter train stops from North Station. So we can take the public transportation, which is awesome. Sure. So on the way back from the game, you know, uh, the, the Green Line car is packed and I was kind of like up just a couple steps on this other level. And I'm looking and I'm like saying to myself, this is the perfect picture. So I take out my, I take out my phone and I said, hey, everybody, give me the finger. <laughs> and I took I a shot of it. it. Dude, it was yeah, a it was great classic, picture. Great classic. Picture. Only yeah. on the green line. <laughs> every age, every uh, demographic, every sex, <laughs> they were all there just flipping the bird. That's it was, it was awesome. That's good. And, and you say you asked for it. I don't think it's true. I think they just, just recognized you. Just gave hey, me, they, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> so great. It was another great moment in, in uh, the tea. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Good. All right, so what am I here for? Uh, well, I think we were going to talk about uh, some things or, or another, but, uh, you know, I say all those jokes with love. You don't I, know. I, I do you know, know that. You know I that. Do know. It's, you it's and, all about love. I don't. You, you and Chuck- I say them with pure <laughs> hatred in my heart. <laughs> you and Chuckles over here. I know. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, I wish so, awful, awful things on you. You do, and yeah, you, you, all the time. And you actually say them. Both I, I say on them at, right to your face, uh, and, yeah. on and off yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. That'd be fine. So we want to talk about. Like if you died in a car accident tomorrow, I'd be like, eh, all right. Mm, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, ne- oh well. Next, yeah, the, our, our next call would yeah. be, hey Jim Klein, you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say we need to fill a guest for seven o'clock on Sunday morning. You have to get Klein. Nobody's doing local sports anymore. So talk about the Patriots. Hey, um, I thought that was a great win by him yesterday. Yeah, um, I, I rebound think, win after mm-hmm. losing to Miami. They're in, you know, anytime, even though the Steelers aren't the Steelers of old, you're, they're not your our father's Steelers. Anytime you go into Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers on their home uh, field, that's that's a big win. It's a it's a it's a big win, and I think it shows you that uh, anytime you hang your hat on Mitch Trubisky to bring you anywhere. You're you're going to you're going to see games just like this. Eddie, you know, why do you why do you need to be the gl- the glass half empty guy? It's not it I I would rather listen. You know me. I always focus on the positive, right? Sure. Steve? Oh, oh yeah. yeah sure. Oh yeah. So um I, I my thing about the game yesterday was I thought Mac Jones Played, um, played great. He he was very lackluster week number one. Came back very efficient yesterday. Did his job. Uh, uh, two thumbs up uh, on him. And uh, also, as far as Trubisky's concerned, backs the crowd was chanting at the end for they his, were given for, for his removal. Business. They yeah. are man. It's only a matter of time till Kenny Pickett takes over. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think Pittsburgh's got more issues than yes. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I kind of felt like this is going to be a good win for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 listen, Miami was a, was a was a was a tough team. Tua played great yesterday. Yeah, if you look, if you want six, six quarter, uh, touchdowns. Yesterday. If you want to look at how good Miami really is, just look what they did yesterday. So that's that's two two solid games in a row by yeah. the Dolphins. 
Did you uh, did you see uh, uh, Tom Brady throwing stuff on the sidelines yesterday? I yes. did. His tablet. Yeah. yeah, I just I, I did my view from the couch about that. You know, he's okay. So he he's not having his best game ever. He winds up winning, but Jameis Winston was playing that game with four. Uh, Four broken vertebrae Actually, in that I did, game. I didn't know that. Yes, and I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of that guy. He's got. He's got a friggin' checkered past, like you read about. Mm-hmm. But that's that's gut. That's gutsy. That's yep. stupid. Is yeah, what it's it kind of stupid. I mean, it you're, is. Ta- you're talking about you know playing, and he got sacked a bunch of times, times too. Two. It's like you know every time someone jumps on top of the guy. Yep. He may not get up. Yep. It's as simple as that. It's tough. He's tough. Um, you got to give him credit. Yeah. But back, so back to Brady, man, that guy, listen, there's, he, he's just been in the news so much about his personal life. Yep. He's taken it, he's taken it from all sides. Yeah. He's also been talking, and this is, you know, this is something interesting. He's also talking for the very first time that he's starting to feel more emotional Yep. Than he ever has. You know, one of the, the good things about being at that level of a quarterback is you're able to separate the game from emotion and focus on what you have to do to win a game. Now he's kind of letting some of those emotions creep in. And I don't think, you know, to be playing at that level at 45 years old, mm-hmm. if you can't separate that at some point, you know, you're not going to be nearly as effective. So you, you have to wonder is this kind of the kind of, is this the kind of thing that kind of creeps things in because you would never ever see tom brady be throwing you know tablets all over the the sidelines one they're very expensive and hard to replace mm-hmm. yeah. but more importantly that kind of emotional outburst from a tom brady is oh, we've never seen anything like that and also and he's been he's been actually pretty vocal about uh what's going on in his life i think right before the right before the first game week number one People were asking him about, you know, we've all read his stuff about Giselle and she's got the red ass because he's, you know, he uh, came out of retirement mm-hmm. and the family and the, the trip to Bermuda, whatever they were doing. And a guy asked Brady a question and he literally, he sat there kind of shaking his head. And I think he said something like, you know, look, man, I'm four, I'm 45 years old. You know, I, I, I've got a lot, you know, going on in my life. And and he went on a, a little bit more that I, I don't totally remember all of it, but it kind of you sat back and it kind of gave you pause because he never that people like him don't say things like that. No, and he was very free to say that he's got a lot going on in his life. It was kind of refreshing, but then by the same token, you put it to the thing you're talking about yesterday with showing his emotion on the field like that. He's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. He's we, Brady's walking the final miles, but he's still a he's still a very good quarterback. No, no doubt. But when you start to see things like that, you start saying, "Hey, wait a minute! What's this yeah, is not the Tom Brady we've seen before? It's not." And he, you know, maybe maybe he's allowed. Maybe he's allowed. We uh, we talked about Aaron Judge last week, and uh, Buddy, that guy. Is two more just yesterday. Strong. He's two away from the uh, the it's the American League American record League record of uh, of sixty Ro- home runs of Roger Roger Maris, who former Yankee did it in nineteen sixty one. You know, we all know that story. Yeah. Two more home runs like that. I think it was his either. I think it was his 11th multi home run game. And I think like Hank Greenberg was the only uh, player to to have that many in a season and and Sammy Sosa. And um, yeah, he's he's going to he's going to obviously break that record. And the other thing is he leads the major leagues in home runs. He leads the major leagues in in RBIs, and he's just uh, like fraction of percentage points. 
behind the American League uh, batting leader, and that's a that's a triple crown. Yep, he's and a 316 right now. 316, I think. and yep. I think someone's got like 317.2. That could go either way. That could go either way. Yeah. So, you know, winning a triple crown in in a contract year mm-hmm. yeah. and hitting 60, you know, doing all that, I mean, he's that's like other world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having already turned down the most lucrative contract, contract in Yankees history. In Yankees history. I mean, the guy's, the guy's going to be able to write his own check. Could he, he sign with the Sox? Could he, could he do it? Could he sign in Boston? Or I mean, not? There's, we, they, people have talked about that. Yeah. I, I just, I mean... You know, do you see, can you see the Yankees not mm. signing him? No. no, no, no. I don't think he's. Well, coming I mean, there. the Red Sox issues are not at first base. The Red Sox issues are with pitching. So, do you do you commit that kind of money to one guy as great as he is? One guy does not turn that franchise around. No. You need a you need a a solid block of of great pitching to turn that team into a winner. We talked about it last week. I think there's only two or three teams in. Two or three or four teams in Major League Baseball that have scored more runs than the Red Sox have. So it's not a case of them, you know, putting points on the board. It's just keeping the other guys from doing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, pitching they need. So, but so does everybody else. Yeah. So does everybody else. So, uh, so what else? What else um, are we doing? Well, a year, uh, I wanted to give you. Oh, so uh, the can we say bad things about the Big E? We always do. So <laughs> you guys were talking about it earlier. Gene, and, Gene Cassie and I are on, are, are on an understanding. Yeah. He, he got, likes to promote uh, all the great things about the Big E, and I like the crap all over them. Well, and you're popular with Gene's kids because yeah, of that. Actually, yeah, actually, love uh, that Gene, I met Gene Cassidy's kids last week. Oh, my God, and, uh, Steve. They I were like, know. please no, keep I, making... I, I can go on now. They said, please keep making fun of our dad. <laughs> that place sucks the <laughs> life. Sucks the life out of everybody come on what are you talking about i got a, I got a text from um uh, from a client over the weekend and they you know they want to uh, adjust things because that the, the biggie's going on mm. it's like a there's only so many people that are going to go out looking for entertainment on a weekends and you put ninety thousand of them at the biggie that leaves like three or four remaining to go do everything else right and so there's that and then the people stay away because of the traffic that place kills local business it kills it well yeah but then there are some businesses that can open up their parking lots and charge 25 bucks a shot for you to park over there yeah by the way that is the way to go there's no such thing as a parking issue at the biggie you 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 put your hand in your pocket you pay the 25 bucks and you just shut up and go in that's mostly what it's all about or you get somebody that recognizes you and i get to park for ten dollars right outside of gate seven (laughs) well yeah buddy about that going to see everclear i mean where does it kind of begins and ends for me right there but that was the only reason i went down there I didn't have any plan to go the rest of the day, like to spend time there. I just wanted to do what I had to do and walk out the gate, and that's exactly what I did. You know, it's like they say we should, when the Big E is going on here in the sports thing, we should have like a, a segment called the turning point of the game. And the turning point of the game is when the drunk wandered into the family section and threw up on the family from <laughs> yeah. Agawam. Yeah, yeah. That you know, that's that's the turning point the, of the uh, game. That's right. When you, but, when you think you've made it out of Agawam for a day, you're just, you're, it's like you're right there, right there at the, the Big E. Why did Bax do that, by the way? That place is brutal. <laughs> that place is hey, brutal. I not. Yesterday, brutal. Yesterday was ripe though for the uh, moose knuckle fupa hunting. <laughs> 
They were everywhere. It was like a sea of them. Ooh, a sea of fupa. It's brutal. Ooh. It's brutal, man. Three weeks weeks in September, first week of October, there's one place you want to stay away from. (laughs) And there you have it. You're a size 18. Here's a size zero for that uh, (laughs) perfect fit. Spandex. And and, and yet, your dismissiveness of the Big E has no effect on its success. It doesn't. Absolutely none. It doesn't. You'll still get 114,000 people there on a Saturday. And just remember, if things get really bad, just go to the V110 and drink away your sorrows and forget where you are. There was a, I saw a pig uh, slopping out of a trough and then there was farm animals there. Hey. Too. Oh, yes. Hey. Well, nothing says fun like farm animals. I'm. You can tell us all about that, yeah, Steve. Absolutely. Hey, uh, we'll see you on Thursday. I'll see Yeah, and uh, again, congrats on the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. It's 724 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. 7.30. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, the Big E opened up over the weekend, had everything going for it. Big crowds, the new Ferris wheel. You had the showcase of Ireland's Dingle Peninsula by the Irish Cultural Center of Western New England. And you had animal rights activists protesting outside the Big E. Plus, our own Steve Nagel was there at the Everclear show as well. So I didn't go to the show. You didn't go to the show. Well, Damn. he just went to do the meet and greet. Yeah, all right. Well, because the show was at 8 o'clock. Mm. And uh, as you know, uh, we get up very early mm-hmm. for this job. And uh, I wasn't going to wait till around till 10 until the show was over to drive home. Yeah. Somebody uh, sent me a picture of uh, the what I thought was going to be the butter cow, because it's almost always a butter cow. Yeah. And they just uh, the only picture they took was like a, like a butter basket. It wasn't even a cow. There, it wasn't the weird thing was it wasn't set up at the media party usually it's there yeah. already in place and it wasn't there and it was just this empty case so i don't know what happened maybe the butter thing melted maybe they had to like uh, redo the butter well, thing well maybe it's the the pricely uh, the pricey cost of butter that prevented us from just doing a, a, a cow and resorting to just a basket now he took a picture of the basket it's a nice looking basket but it doesn't have the same panache as a cow like you wouldn't want to lick the butter basket I would want to lick the uh, the butter cow. Mm. I yeah, what you mean. Uh, I want to rub my uh, my corn uh, cob in the butter cow. Yeah, that's what I'm right talking on the, about. Right on the tongue, so it looks like he's licking the, he's licking the corn. I'm just listen. Uh, butter, melted butter, mm-hmm. is my second favorite beverage. I'm telling you, behind you gotta, gravy. You gotta try those tatsalots with the uh, lobster and butter all over it. It's yeah. all I'm thinking it's about just, all morning. It was since, delicious. Since yeah. the very moment you mentioned it, yeah. it's all I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah. How much, uh, by the way, was that again? That was a little, a little expensive, but worth it, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's seemingly a weekend special, but they said they might uh, continue it. Uh, you know, during the week. Okay. Um, because lobster is kind of expensive, and you gotta, you know. Well, is it? Now, that out. I, I found out that the average lobster roll. Asked this when I was on Cape Cod, we were in a lobster pot place. How much? How much? How many ounces do you think is in an average lobster roll? The guy knew. He knew the. Yeah, the that, I don't know, one or two ounces. Four maybe? to six ounces. Okay. And so, would you guess this is more or less than that? It's probably t- about the same. Yeah. I mean, it right. was it was basically a lobster roll on top of without the bread mm-hmm. on top of tater to crispy tater tots with mm-hmm. butter. Mm-hmm. Mm, man, that was good. You know what's ridiculous about it though? What? Here's here's the thing, and this is the one thing I do not like about the lobster roll. The average price of a lobster mm-hmm. in the United States is about $15. Yeah. Okay? Like mm-hmm. right now, because everything is overfished, overfarmed, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they will charge you uh, at least $15 for about the same amount of meat as you'd find in a single claw. So you're yeah. kind of getting screwed. 
uh, when when you order the lobster roll. Uh, like if you made it at home, no, you're not. Because you, how much meat are you actually getting from one lobster? That's the that's the totally thing. Depends on the size of the lobster. Right, but even if you have, even if you, let's just say you get the regular one to two pound uh, chick lobsters that they have in sure. the uh, in the in the grocery store, mm-hmm. you're only getting like a half an ounce of meat out of that. But for the same price, I yeah. could probably make two lobster rolls. That's my point. Okay, you're still saving money doing it at home rather than having somebody do well, it for you. Well, yeah, I mean you're always going to save money doing something at home, but who has the time to go shucking lobsters and cracking shells and? Mm-hmm. You have any idea how uh, long it takes for me to rip through a lobster? I'm sure less you, than thirty uh, seconds. Okay, still, uh, then you got to clean up. Uh, let's make it easy. Clean you up. Cut out the middleman and let these people just serve you lobster meat out of a truck. Agree. I, I take all that lobster juice that fits on the uh, on the plate and rub it all over my face. Mm. That's how much I love it. Oh, that's uh, I see your beauty. Uh, it's good for the skin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thirtieth annual Springfield Puerto Rican Parade kicking off yesterday with the largest number of entrants ever recorded. So they had obviously they had record crowds at the Big E and a record number of entrants for Springfield's Puerto Rican Parade. Over five thousand registered marchers making their way down the street. That's awesome. Tens of thousands of spectators lining both sides of Main Street from the north end to downtown Springfield. Oh, there's a lot of Puerto Ricans. Out. It's like every Puerto Rican in the world is out here. <laughs> Uh, well, this is our day. Oh, sorry, wrong car. Mm. <laughs> and many of them, are, many of them are worried about their relatives on the island of Puerto Rico, suffering through Hurricane Fiona recently. As of last night, more than a thousand people and some eighty pets had sought shelter across the island of Puerto Rico as the result of that. Yeah, the city shuts down Fifth Avenue. They never let anybody through. We're never getting home. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. Ali, mucho tráfico. It's pretty accurate. Good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Enfield, police there say a suspect stole a vehicle on Pearl Street and led him on a high-speed pursuit down 190 eastbound on Saturday. The suspect involved in multiple crashes while on the expressway. The first crash took a place uh, 190 near the area of Phoenix Avenue. The second crash on the intersection of Broad Brook Road and Hazard Avenue. And then the suspect apparently smashed up his vehicle so much he came to a stop and tried to get away on foot. Did he offer a ta-da at the end? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of like his own demolition derby going on okay. on 190 there. Uh, he was captured and is currently in custody. Uh, no injuries being reported as the result of that. Here's somebody with a sense of humor. With regard to the death of the queen and the casket viewing and the funeral going on, and I read from the headline, Big Ben failed to bong. Apparently they had a minute's silence for the queen. Oh, really? And then Big Ben is supposed to chime. Oh, you're talking about the clock. Yes. Yes. Oh, I just thought this had something to do with like a really big bong. Right. I, I think it's pretty funny, actually. And the queen was supposed to have a minute of silence, and then Big Ben was supposed to bong or ring or chime, but mm. apparently there was a technical issue with it and it didn't do it hmm. they're uh, they're running uh, her funeral right now mm-hmm. on, on television and uh man this just it's like everybody in england is out there you know watching this procession yeah everybody mm-hmm. uh somebody pointed out that it looks like they're burying a bottle of crown royal and chambord I was gonna say like a, that's like a Shamboard. Yeah, but a, the crown yeah. looks like an like somebody yeah. buried a, a right. bottle yep. of Crown Royal. Yeah, that and, is uh, exactly what that is. Yeah, yeah. does it come with the purple? Do they put her in a purple bag at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
Well, I don't believe so. There is a purple drape over the casket. Look at that. Yeah. Maybe it's just a, a giant version of that. I guess. Man, that's a that's a lot of walking right there. Mm-hmm. There, well, I mean, people you know waiting for like you know thirteen up to th- between thirteen and thirty hours to uh, to view the queen. I mean, I, I mean, just I mean, I, can you think of anything here in the states that you would be willing to? Stand in line for thirteen no. to thirty hours. I more? told you when I was younger and I went and tried out for that show. Uh, we stayed we stayed outside all night long in sub zero temperatures just to get an audition for three minutes. I get unruly after about like forty five minutes in a line to like get a baked potato. Mm-hmm. Never mind, uh, never mind thirteen hours. That's a long damn. It's time. a huge commitment. Hey, we've got uh, problems with the climate, of course, worldwide and uh, global warming and all that other business. Well, a researcher at Yale in New Haven has figured it all out. He says the plan to stop the polar ice caps from melting is to refreeze them. He says you refreeze Hmm. the Earth's poles and then... Everything is fixed. How do you do that? How does this do to yeah, plan on that? His name is Wake Smith. He lectures at Yale. He's a senior fellow at Harvard as well. And he published a study this week. He laid out his plan to use jets flying at high altitude to inject microscopic sulfur dioxide particles into the atmosphere. Oh, good. Let's let's poison the ice caps. Yes. That's good. And these planes would fly over the North Pole and the South Pole and drop all that stuff in there, refreeze the poles, bingo, you got a solution to global warming. Couldn't the NHL in the offseason send a bunch of Zambonis up there and freeze it up? Yeah, yeah I guess you could. Why not try that instead? Mm-hmm. At least you're not poisoning anything. Good idea. Uh, nobody knows if this could happen or not, but, uh, you know, you've seen it in movies with The Matrix, but, a Highlander, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, everybody trying to solve this whole thing. Why don't you bury the queen and her cold heart up in uh, the North Pole? Freeze the whole damn thing wow. I don't think they're going to do that, Steve. There's a lot of people that don't like her. What's not to like? She's a nice old lady. Well, she was a nice old lady. That's one of those things I never really paid attention much to. The royal family? Yeah, like I really had no interest in that. And uh, did she do some bad stuff? Like why Why are people uh, so angry with her? You know, the, the problem that people have yeah. is that there's so much money yeah. going into the royal family. They don't pay taxes. They don't have to have passports. They get all of these privileges because they happen to be of a certain bloodline. And, and, and that's really it. They're like welfare they, recipients, damn it. In a sense, yes, they are the country's largest welfare recipient. I in the saw UK. the queen go into a grocery store and pull out a hundred dollar bill for a carton of Marlboros. <laughs> I think she smoked for. Jesus and then Slim. she used the card to buy her tea. Well, still, you can buy tea in the card. That's that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a lot of people, you know, wonder whether this is really a necessary expense for that country. And you could make the argument that uh, that it's not, but there are many people that feel this is part of who we are as as a nation and and who we are as an empire, and uh, mm-hmm. so they keep them around. And they just haven't had to do a transition of power in you know seventy years. So this is why this is such a big deal. Yes. Hey, the twenty twenty two Nobel Prize winners were announced on Friday night, so we haven't had a chance to talk about this. Some of the winners for twenty twenty two, very interesting. In medicine, a study on why ice cream helps with side effects from chemo. Winner of a Nobel Prize. How about that? In engineering, a study in Japan on the most efficient way to use your fingers while turning knobs on any device. 
There you go. What a prize for that. And in biology, a study on scorpion sex. <clears throat> Again, of all the uh, the many experiments that go on, these are the best we have to show for it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, some types of scorpions shed their tail during sex if necessary. That's how they rock you like a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Those are just some of the winners of the 2022 Nobel Prize Awards. And um, here's a job for you. We talked about the job of the week earlier. $4,000 if you're an angry driver. You get paid that amount to talk about your angry driving. Now, many people with pent-up emotions trying to get to and from the Big E and maybe getting stuck on 91, it'd probably be uh, jumping at the opportunity to work with the folks from VehicleFreak.com. They're looking to pay one angry driver to take part in a study examining road rage. You'll get four grand for your time. Here's how it works. The chosen road rager will be asked to take part in three two-hour driving sessions over a month-long period. They'll be put in various scenarios through a driving simulator, and their reactions will be monitored alongside with their heart rate and their blood pressure. And then you got to keep a road rage diary. That's it. That's it? Four grand. I could do that. And there's no, grand. there's no danger. You're not getting involved in actual scenarios. Again, it's a driving simulator. You know, uh, here's something cool that I didn't realize that mm. I still had on my phone. I had this thing through my my car insurance company yeah. called Road Rewards. Hmm. And it was it's like tracks you while you're driving and it gives you a score and if you keep a certain score they reward you with little things like a $5 Amazon gift card or something like that. Mm-hmm. You get so many points. Yep. Well, I've had this thing on my phone for over a year and I just remembered that it was on there. It's been tracking me driving for the entire year. And, and uh, my score is a 98 out of 100, wow. which is pretty damn good. All so right. can you redeem all this stuff? I just got $80 worth of Amazon coupons. Wow. Yeah. I was And, and, and the unfortunate piece is you have to do it by $5 increments. Mm-hmm. Oh so I had God. to sit there like all Saturday morning, and I was just like pushing the button going, okay, redeem code, redeem code. And you got to wait for the uh, email to come through. I got like 80 bucks. Still. Uh, Amazon. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. That's and great. I got $2 off a gallon of gas. Mm. Really? Yeah. So well, now if you if you find yourself uh, in a road raid incident, do they take money off the top? How do well, they do that? They they uh they jet, they they it's it's a point system. I see. So you get uh, you know, it's 10,000 points for um uh, like an Amazon gift card or something like mm-hmm. that. So I had like two hundred thousand, whatever the whatever it was. It was almost like two hundred thousand points, because I'm a really good driver. My dad let me drive up and down the driveway, really slow. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, yeah. So I got the, I got I got eighty bucks worth of Amazon now. Good on you, man. Yeah, that's awesome. There's all sorts of ways to make money. I got a buddy of mine who makes extra money through his company just by being healthy, doing exercise. They give him credit for that. Really, with wow. the with the health insurance rates that he has with his company, well, so nobody's incentivized us for doing that. There you go. <laughs> By the way, there's Carvel cake in the conference. Room. All right, take care of yeah. myself. Is there really? Uh, no, there isn't. Damn it. Seven forty four with back Steve and Dave. Now hear this coming up in just a few minutes. A New York City man going berserk with an axe inside of a restaurant in New York. We'll have that audio for you straight ahead on Rock one hundred two. Cheryl's cat one hundred two Springfield's classic rock at seven fifty one and the Rolling Stones. 
with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be uh, cloudy for most of the day today. Then uh, thunderstorms possible this afternoon with a high of 78. 65 right now in downtown Springfield. The Daily Podcast will be posted just after the show this morning after 10 o'clock. You can uh, check out the uh, the show whenever you damn well feel like it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Baxi's musical podcast this week will be talking to the legendary bass player for Public Image Limited, Ja Wobble. This is a guy who's going to talk about the Sex Pistols, about Sid Vicious, about the band, and some of his new stuff that's coming out. And in the next month or so, uh, I'm going to be talking to a couple really great legends, so I'll uh, I'll let you know more about that in the uh, the upcoming weeks. But got a good bunch of stuff coming up on Baxi's musical podcast and Rock102.com. Seven fifty one right now. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock102 with Back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Western Mass News caught up with a guy named Ron Coulter who was offering parking for folks going to the Big E right on his property. Not the way it used to be back in the day, he said. The only entryway into the Big E back in them days in the 50s was down the next street over on Baldwin Street. So there'd be a line of cars coming down Baldwin Street. So we would charge a quarter car. There'd be a couple of us guys. we split it 50-50 and hustle right down to the Big E and spend it. A quarter a, a car. A quarter car. Yes. Jesus. Uh, now he's getting either 10 or 20 bucks depending on how big the crowd is that day. But that's still about what you would pay for getting right inside the gate anyway. Well, well no, that's it's, it's often much more inflated, but yeah. you know, you're 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 paying for the convenience and the proximity of the park. And not only that, you're getting security from Ron Coulter himself. Uh, I'm here during the course of the day, and I'm here for the course of the night, and I keep an eye on all the cars. He keeps an eye on the cars. Yeah, and, he keeps it well lit there. And on all the money he's making. Yes. Well, well, he's a they say most of those most of those people uh, taking money. Yeah, it pays for your property taxes at the end of the year, so it's like oh, the well, offset yeah. of. You know, you're collecting all that money, but at least that's covering your property taxes. Hey, I, I'm not complaining. If I if I lived uh, close to the Big E, I'd be charging people too. Oh yeah, and think about that. Over the course of 17 days, what that winds up being—that's you know, it's a great deal of money. I saw a sign in Russell last year. It said Big E parking five cents. <laughs> <laughs> Any takers or not? Well, Probably sure there was somebody Probably wanted. Wanted. <laughs> Hey, that's a deal. Uh, this guy, by the way, Ron Coulter's a veteran, too, and he's wearing the veteran's cap, and he's wearing the veteran's T-shirt. So, you know, and I guess you're sort of doing a good deed for a guy who served our country. Clip number two from News 9 in Mustang, Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City, where... Oh, that takes me back. A truck full of sex toys and tubes of lube that crashed. Really, really takes me back. Yeah. <laughs> Closed down by, the, by the, the truckloads team. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Closed down the whole freeway, and and here is Jim Gardner from News Nine reporting from above the crash in his helicopter. Well, that's right, Lacey. This is a semi that overturned and uh, lost its load here. So they already got the wreckers here, but there is a lot of stuff to clean up. The truck lost its load. There you go. Well, that, that makes sense. It's a good reporter there, right? The load was all over the highway. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to take some special cleanup. Yes. Clip number three, a New York City man arrested after being caught on camera smashing up the inside of a McDonald's in Manhattan with an axe. 
Here's the audio that somebody captured on their cell phone. Smashing it up with an axe. Apparently his romantic <laughs> advances were rejected by a woman at the McDee's. You sure it wasn't just because he couldn't get a, a, a shamrock shake this time of year? Doesn't say anything about that. Uh, Michael Palacios is the name of the guy who was apprehended for smashing up the tables and the windows at the McDonald's. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. You got some McRage there. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, was, was Mayor McCheese uh, available for a comment? Yeah, I, and I don't know if the ham burglar was also arrested. He, but, he probably fried the axe. Yes. Robble, robble. And clip number four from Bill Maher talking about the Queen Elizabeth proceedings. Watching the Queen's funeral, I don't tell me how it ends. I'm only on season three. <laughs> See what he did there? Because, you know, it's like a non-ending thing yes. there. So, yes, yes. It's, it's Bill Maher. Well, it's like the crown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the, well, the, I think the booze joke is better. After seeing the, the actual Royal. thing, yes. They're going to bury, I told you, they're going to bury her in that purple bag. <laughs> <laughs> it does, it, it looks like that. It, it looks does. like somebody put a bottle of a Crown Royal upside down. The guy was right when he wrote that. It's 7.56 with back Steve and Dave. We've got comedian Bob Marley joining us next hour. And straight ahead in the 102-second sports, the list of the most expensive beer by stadium in the NFL. Stay tuned. That's next on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember that fella Tom Brady? I mean, I have a vague recollection of the guy, but frankly, I'm not terribly aware of his most recent work. However, yesterday, despite smashing stuff on the sidelines out of anger in the third quarter, Tom Brady and that team that he allegedly plays for now beat the New Orleans Saints by a score of 20-10. to 10. And while everybody is focused on things like Tom Brady tossing stuff and Tampa wide receiver Mike Evans getting ejected for tossing Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints to the ground and inciting a brief on-field brawl, uh, that it is hardly where I am choosing to focus my attention. Folks, did you realize that while every eye is focused on the blinding, shimmering light that follows Tom Brady's every movement, that there were actually other things going on during that game? There were. For example, according to reports, Saints quarterback Jameis Winston was out there despite being listed as questionable before the game. Apparently, Winston has been dealing with a back injury. How bad is it? According to Jay Glazer from Fox Sports, the reason why Winston was playing like garbage yesterday might have had something to do with the fact that he's playing with four fractures in his back. Not one, four. And yet he still completed the game. Of course, he also threw three interceptions and was sacked six times, and yet it was Tom Brady throwing stuff on the sidelines in the third quarter of the game. Folks, it would only take me one back fracture to say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to sit this game out. In fact, I'm not even going to wait for another broken vertebrae. I quit. Meanwhile, this guy's out there playing with four of them. Listen, I'm tender. I would retire from football if I had jock itch, a hangnail, a stub toe, or dandruff. This guy's out there playing with a broken back and refusing to come out of the game because he thinks he can beat Tom Brady, a broken-down 45-year-old man who's old enough for his second colonoscopy. But hey, in a Vamai Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you're on your way to the big box store thinking you're going to go buy some Benjamin Boar paint, Hate to break it to you, buddy, but you better turn around and go to Rockies because America's Best Paint is only sold 
at independent retailers with dedicated paint experts like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. And Bon Jovi with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Heavy rain's coming probably in the afternoon hours today, but highs near 80 today as well. Hey, you know what would be fun? What? Get a really funny, famous comedian on the show and then cut his line off so he doesn't <laughs> can't get a word in. On the phone this right now, comedian Bob Marley coming to the Academy of Music in Northampton on Saturday night. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, guys. How you doing? I'm doing good. terrific. How you been? I'm doing good. We're getting that rain you were just talking about right now. We're getting hammered with it. I, I, you know what? I don't even care. I don't care no more. I'm ready for fall. Bring it on. We had about a month ago, remember in August, everybody in New England in August is like, where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> it was a, remember, I woke up one morning, it was about 148 degrees, and I thought I had diphtheria. I'm like, I got, I'm, I got scurvy or rickets or polio or something over here. I'm sitting in a pool of my own sweat, and my wife's like, what is it, Bob? I don't know. I can't shake it, baby doll. I don't know. She goes, she goes, do you think we should turn the air conditioners on? Oh, no, probably ride it out. <laughs> Let's wait for it to get up to a buck 85. What do you mean the air conditioners haven't been on? It's only warm we, in New England we, for a short period of time. <laughs> exactly. Why would we use the air conditioners one of the two days a year we might need them? <laughs> Just because I lugged them up out of the cellar, 486-pound yeah. air conditioner from 1985. That's in mint condition because you only use it two days a year. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever lifted up an air conditioner that's old like that. But oh, yeah. oh my god, I got oh my god, I got down in the cellar and I lifted the thing up. I'm like, my god, this thing is so heavy. And I'm like, oh, it's got water in it. Let me just dump that out. <laughs> you ever notice when you're carrying something heavy like that, the cord is always between your legs. <laughs> I'm jockeying it up the stairs. It's between my legs. My wife's like, the cord, Bob, it's between your legs. She's standing. You know how when you're carrying something heavy, there's always somebody around you that ain't doing anything at all? <laughs> They're just shuffling back and forth. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I want you to move the cord or get out of the way. <laughs> but stop looking like you're playing defense for the Celtics right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember you having the role of color commentary uh, when we got married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm walking up the stairs, the cell of stairs, and I go, get the door, get the door. She goes, which one? I go, go up on the second floor and get the bathroom door. Get the cellar door. <laughs> so anyway, finally, I get the thing upstairs in the window, second, third story window up there. And I can't, I, I'm resting it on the sill. I can't get the window open because every house in New England was built in 1411 by Friar Takatai. <laughs> so I go, I got an idea. Use two hands, Bob. So I, I open the window up. I push it open and then just enough so the air conditioner could fall out of the second story window. <laughs> It landed in my in my yard like a lawn jot. Remember jot? Sure, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Remember the lawn? For the younger people that are listening right now, back in the day, we had horseshoes. And then at some point, the American Safety Association was like, we can't have people chucking lead around the backyard. And someone said, I got a better idea. Let's take a knife and put some wings on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the jot. Yes. You have a family reunion, you kill 14 people back there. <laughs> what happened to Uncle Jimmy? He got hit in the heart with a jot. He's down. 
Anyway, my, my air conditioner's down there. My neighbor's out there. You know how your neighbor's always out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just sure. raking the same spot over and over. And he looks over <laughs> and he goes, he goes, hey, Bob, your air conditioner fell out of the window. Okay, thanks, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say what you're thinking to him because you're locked into a 30-year mortgage. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't be like, okay, numb nuts. Thanks a lot. Take care. <laughs> well, we're kicking up into fall over here. My yeah. kids are all back at school now. My son, we had to listen to this. We had to buy my fu- my son an iPhone now for school. Sure, because at his school they're doing schoolwork on the iPhone. Imagine that. Mm, I know. Their whole life is on that phone, and it's all documented on that phone. They got selfies, and every single day of their life is documented on that phone. I got three pictures of myself till I was thirty-four years old. That's it. <laughs> I mean, we had cameras back in the day, remember? But you take a picture, then you'd have to wind it 85 times and bring it down to the Zaz parking lot to the photo mat to get it developed. <laughs> the remember, the guy would be like, come back in nine months, we'll see if we got it. <laughs> and we never would have taken a selfie back in the day with a windable cam. Imagine that. If you just had that camera facing towards you, snapping pictures, you bring it down to the photo mat to get developed, the guy developing will be like, oh, my God, this kid must be missing. we got to get these printed. <laughs> got to get these up on telephone poles here. <laughs> but we are kicking in the fall. I know this because my wife said to me uh, she, a couple weeks ago, she goes, Bob, what time you get home from work? I go, I get home around 3 a.m. She goes, okay, good, because we're going apple picking at 6. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I didn't want to sleep anyway. <laughs> you never, don't ever say what you're thinking to your wife. The first thing that comes out of your mouth, those are called divorce answers. Do you understand? <laughs> when she said, I want to go apple picking, the first thing that popped in my mind was, I think I'd rather go down in the cellar and sandpaper my eyeballs. <laughs> I'd like to take a low-grade 40 on an orbital and bring them down to the retina. <laughs> Anyways, I get home, I wake up. It, it, she gets me up at 4.30 because the line's going to be long, Bob. She's got my clothes laid out for me, my apple-picking clothes. <laughs> Tight khakis, pair of hush puppies, and a wool sweater. I'm like, well, that's great because I've never been beat up at the apple orchard before. <laughs> I got a wool sweater on. It's 38 degrees. My nipples are sticking out. It's like a Brillo pad on my on my titty. <laughs> <laughs> we get over to the apple orchard. There's, sure enough, there's a whole bunch of people lined up, and the, the orcharteer comes out. You know the orcharteer? <laughs> the guy that runs the place. He's got a recola horn. He goes, are we ready? <laughs> Everyone goes, we're ready. He goes, oh, begin. These people start running. I don't know. When people run, you start running. If you're in a group of people, if you went to a Celtics game or a Bruins game and uh, 200 people started running, you would start running, and you don't even know why. Right? <laughs> I got that stick, and I'm running. My wife's like, go, Bob, get two or three. Well, she's falling behind like salmon downstream. I've lost her. I'm just sprinting for a tree like I'm trying to claim land. Mm-hmm. I get to a tree. She goes, "Not that one." Oh, I don't. I don't know why I would have picked this one. It's got apples and everything on it. <laughs> go further, Bob. We got to go further. Keep going. We walked for like four hours. Mm-hmm. She goes, "Oh my God, Bob, do you see it? Do you see what I see?" I go, "Well, is that the Canadian border? What is that?" <laughs> That's the most perfect apple tree I've ever seen. I, to I, which I said, oh, "Oh my God, you did it again, babe. I don't know how you find these trees because you don't say what you're thinking." I would never look at her and say. That looks like the other 14,000 trees we just walked by, <laughs> soft syrup. I, I don't think Get I've ever been to a, and, 
an apple orchard that had like a squid game type of uh, <laughs> thing as you're describing it. I, I was like, That's I just exactly went exactly what it was like. I just had I the pole. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's a mad scramble. These people. We we left there with 14 bags of apples. <laughs> and two weeks later, how many bags of apples did we have left? Anyone? Thirteen. Anyone? <laughs> yep. No, fourteen. No, fourteen. <laughs> Now, how is it that everybody listening right now knows the math on that? I'll tell you why. Because nobody goes through 14 bags of You never go to Shaw's and go, we need 14 bags of apples. Yeah. <laughs> I had fruit flies in my living room till last night. Well, I was flying up there like the size of dragons out there. I'll tell you what. This has been a busy week over here. The Queen Elizabeth died there, and I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, we'll probably carry on and be just fine. But... <laughs> The thing I can't get over, there ain't enough coverage on it. I've seen nothing. <laughs> it's easy to miss. Prince, yeah, Prince Charles was probably like, about time. Oh, my God, you've been queening for 85 years. Give someone else a chance. Mm -hmm. He's only going to be king for about a month and a half because he's 84 or whatever. <laughs> and my son said to me, Dad, now what, are the, what do they do over there? What do they? I go, they do nothing. They don't, they don't run the, the government of England. They're like the Kardashians. They don't do nothing. They, <laughs> He goes, what do you mean? I go, what I'm trying to tell you is that if King Charles looked at his soldiers and said, I want you to bring me his head on a stick, <laughs> they would be like, okay, easy, Chuck, settle down. The thing's 1411. <laughs> this is 2022. You are one step away from working at the gift shop here at Buckingham selling snow globes. You know, we were, we were watching the funeral procession this morning. It looks like a bottle of Crown Royal being buried upside down with the crown <laughs> Put her in that little purple. Put her in that little I purple mean, bag. <laughs> does, he run, King Charles runs England as much as Ronald runs McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. But you, you know, it's it's sad. She's ninety six or what? My my cousin Wayne from Westbrook, Maine, called me. He goes, "Geez, Bob, crazy. I wonder what happened." What do you mean? What happened? She's ninety six. She probably didn't fall off a mountain bike. Got hit by a jar. Oh, she was. Yeah, she was hang gliding in the Galapagos and, and uh, fell into the ocean. Got take, taken out by a great white. Unbelievable. You got to move on. What are you going to do, right? My mother just passed away. We were talking about that before we came yeah. about a month ago. There. And she died peacefully at home, surrounded by a family, which is what they always say. I mean, who yeah. else would she be surrounded by at home when she's about ready to die? <laughs> they would never say she died peacefully at home, surrounded by strangers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some people what are into that kind of thing. I don't know. Now, who are you? Who are you people? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Oh, my God, we had the wake and everything. The, uh, uh, the wake, I don't understand that whole thing. People whispering. Now, everybody, I had to be in the receiving line at the wake, and everyone, hi, Bob, how are you? I'm like, well, she ain't going to wake up. You can talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> my Uncle Donald died about a year ago. My mother calls me up. I didn't even know who the guy was. I'm Irish Catholic. We got people we don't even know are related to us. <laughs> she called me up at 4 in the morning. She goes, where are you right now? I'm just going to sound weird, Ma, but I'm on the landline that you dialed at my house. <laughs> he goes, are you sitting down? I'm laying down. It's four in the morning right now. He's gone, Bobby. Donald is gone. Okay. Well, is that your cat? Who is that? <laughs> That's your uncle. You're bringing me to the wake. So we went to the wake over there, and my mother goes, let's go up to the casket and say goodbye. I'm like, well, I'll be saying hello because I never met him. <laughs>
I don't know why you say goodbye. I say hello. <laughs> it's going to be a big weekend, guys, over yeah. at, in Northampton. Can't wait to get over there. Two big shows at the Academy of Music, and uh, that, that's a beautiful place if you've never been there. Oh, no, we've mm. been there. It is a beautiful place to see a show. Always great to, always great to see you live. Yeah, I love doing it, and if you've seen my show before, it, I mean, it changes every year because i got a lot of problems. I tell people, there's no way you're going to leave here and not feel better about your family. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, it's always, great to, train wreck. it's always great to talk to you. Best of luck this weekend, and we'll be talking to you soon, hopefully during the Mayflower Marathon. Love it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Have a Bob. great week. Take care. You right. bet. Comedian Bob Marley with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. As the days get shorter and the temperatures drop here in Western Mass. 833 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Big crowds at the Big E for opening weekend of 2022 on Friday. Record crowds nearing 90,000, and on Saturday, 114,263 visitors going to the Big E to see the brand-new Ferris wheel, where if you get up on top of it, apparently you can see Hartford and other new exhibits and new food items as well. That's not why people went. People went to eat the same exact things and do the same exact things they've done every year for the last 96 years. You think somebody's standing in a building up in Hartford going, hey, you can see the Big E from here? Maybe. No, I don't think anyone in Hartford is looking to the north. And while the Big E was going on, the 30th Annual Springfield Puerto Rican Parade kicked off yesterday morning with the largest number of entrants they ever recorded. Over 5,000 registered marchers and then thousands of spectators and the tens of thousands lining both sides of Main Street from the north end to downtown Springfield as well. And some of the folks involved in the Puerto Rican Parade I'm sure upset about Hurricane Fiona pummeling the southwest coast of Puerto Rico starting yesterday and continuing unleashing landslides, washing out a bridge and knocking out the power grid. According to the governor, the damages are, quote, catastrophic. Hundreds of people had to be evacuated. As of last night, more than a thousand people and some 80 pets had sought shelter across the island. You know, when we had uh, the ice storms back in uh, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. whatever it was, and and then the uh, and then the tornadoes were without power for several days. Mm-hmm. I felt like you know you were like in the Stone Ages. Even though, I mean, we had. Yeah, I could go someplace to take a shower if I absolutely needed to. There were some places that had uh, had power, but uh, I just remember not having any electricity for four or five days, thinking this is the worst thing that I can even imagine. And imagine these poor people. The whole damn island is without power. They they can't even call Eversource to get out there to fix it. That's crazy. And the guys from Eversource probably got to paddle all the way over there to get to that island. Or take a three-hour tour, and you know how sometimes those three-hour tours end up. Yeah. You know, the weather starts getting rough. That tiny ship gets tossed. Stranded. If not for the... Uh, the... <laughs> yeah. If not for the what? If the, not for the... The scale of the fearless crew. Yeah, the, the minnow could be lost. Sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Why? So but not new... for the courage of the fearless so crew. Much, yeah, so that's pros. what it was. Yes. So much prose. One little radio signal. I know. Unbelievable. All that prose. A pair of Connecticut men emerged safely from a plane crash in Great Barrington yesterday. Their small aircraft heavily damaged after careening into a cornfield when the engine failed. It's a small prop plane lost engine power while attempting to land at Great Barrington Airport and instead had to crash into the cornfield around 11.30 in the morning. 
The plane, a three-passenger Piper PA-22, built in 1956, was a total loss. But the two men walked away injury-free, a 67-year-old flight instructor from Canaan, Connecticut, and his 57-year-old student, a man from Cheshire, Connecticut. Man, that's a lesson right there in flying, right? You go up there, you're going to take a lesson from a flight instructor, you get into a crash. Mm -hmm. You ever going to want to fly again at that point? Or do you figure like, hey, I've been through the worst. You know, some people, uh, you know, they'll crash once and say, oh, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Mm -hmm. I'd do it again. (laughs) You know what? The worst part is that corn maze is completely ruined. Yeah, it is. Just a little off the top. And the whole thing gets ruined, right? Well, I mean, look at look at uh, look at Barry for example. Okay, so you know Barry Krieger, former you know news anchor, iconic you know, you know hero mm-hmm. in uh, in this area. I've heard of him. Jumps out of you know goes hang gliding. You know, proudly kills himself and uh, suffers terrible injuries. What does he do several years later? He's back in the hang glider. He don't care. Yeah. You know, he's like the honey the, badger. Don't give it uh, exactly. He's the honey badger of hang gliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like if there is a major airplane crash and you're going to fly somewhere, you just get right on that airplane the next day. What are the chances they're going to have another one, right? Exactly. All right. I guess that's one way to think of it. Although, uh, the, I it was remember that one that crashed over Buffalo? Yeah. 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 Or it was like a commuter plane. But that was like something. in the middle of winter and there was like ice in the, in right. the atmosphere. and Right? But is that one, the one you're talking about? But or? one of the people on the plane was a widow mm-hmm. of one of the guys that died in one of the planes in 9-11. Oh, God. So, you, imagine, yeah. so, you know, yeah. uh, lightning can, in fact, strike twice in the same place. Maybe not in the same exact area, but mm-hmm. the same type of thing can happen. On to good news. Massachusetts residents going to get some tax relief this fall, either with a check in the mail or direct deposit. This will equate to about 13% of their 2021 personal income tax liability. And MassLive.com has a story right now in case you want to go on there and figure out exactly how much you're going to get, or Mass.gov has that site as well. You're going to have to sit there with your tax records, though, because there's no way you'll remember those numbers off the top of your head. You need to go back to 2012 and every year since then and take all those numbers and put them in there, and then you'll calculate your refund. I I was hoping for something that was just simple. You just pop in your name and address, and boom, it tells you what you're going to get. No such luck. Remember how we had the problem with the bridge... Where was it? In uh, Chick- uh, Chickabee? Northampton. Northampton, yeah. Yeah. And the, the RV was stuck underneath the bridge yeah. there, right? Well, apparently it happens all the time on Starro Drive in Boston as well. And there's a word for it now. It's Starrowing, like <laughs> Starro Drive. Yeah, well. And apparently there's a double Starrowing, it says, in Westfield and in West Springfield, leading to a $2 million lawsuit. So when a trucker misjudges the height of the overpasses on Starro Drive and crashes into one. It's known as Starrowing. Well, you know, uh, uh, and it happens all the time. And every couple of years it happens in Northampton under that under that bridge mm-hmm. where you got a guy stuck under there who didn't know. In this case in Northampton, the guy was off by almost three feet, which I don't know how you'd... How do you not know how to- how how you're dealing with height, and and how did you not see the sign that tells you exactly what the clearance is? Well, uh, this one guy from New York State is being sued in Massachusetts because he pulled off the rare double starrowing back in 2019, and now he's facing a two million dollar lawsuit. So this guy from New York State, Joseph Quill, 
apparently ran into uh, the overpass in West Springfield on I-90 and then the Southampton Street overpass in Westfield on the same day. Hmm. And so he's being sued for nearly $2 million by the state of Massachusetts for causing damage to two different overpasses. That's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Does your that's insurance cover that? Good luck. <laughs> they made the first time around. The second time, I'm pretty sure they deny the claim. I remember I uh, I totaled my car years ago. You remember that uh, time that I totaled the car on the way to work? On the guardrail? Yeah. Yeah. It took them like five years to replace the guardrail, yet they still charged my insurance company for the money for that guardrail. <laughs> it was, what, what it was, long it was like $12,000 for this piece of guardrail that they replaced. Can you imagine that? I, I can believe it. Because how many times has that guardrail been hit? Well, I, well, not as many as it used to. I but, know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, well, I don't know how many times the guardrail has been hit. Some, yeah, somebody else probably rubbed up against it or whatever, put paint on it, and I'm responsible for that part now, yeah. too? Come on. Hey, if you're looking for a Yeti cooler real cheap, you can go get one in Alaska. They're washing up on a beach there by the hundreds. Yeah. All you got to do is, uh, you know, kind of get into the icy chop of the North Pacific to get one. All along the Gulf of Alaska, people are collecting these things. These Yeti coolers are washing up on shore after a cargo ship spilled a bunch of them near Washington's Olympic Peninsula last year. And now they're showing up ashore. And they're in great shape. Well, I got to tell you, if you're willing to clean them up, uh, those are damn good coolers. Yeah. And they ain't, they don't come cheap. Right. Those are not cheap coolers. So if you're vacationing in Alaska, you could get a little extra. Yeah. Somebody got my kid one of those for birthday. Mm-hmm. The the um, the water bottle. Yeah. The Yeti water bottle. Mm-hmm. Put like ice water in there the one day. Left it in the car for about a week. Not on, well, yeah, it's kids leave stuff in the cars all the time. 90 degree weather most of the week. There was still ice in the in the thing. Hmm. It didn't yeah. melt. That's yeah. how insulated those things are. They're great. They got uh, Yeti dog bowls. Did you know that? No. Yeah, you can get a, a dog bowl. What's the benefit to that? You can tell everybody, I've got a $40 Yeti dog bowl, uh-huh. as opposed to like a $5 one you bought at, the, like, I don't know, uh, PetSmart or something. I'll, I'll stick with the $5 one. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I don't need a Yeti dog bowl. I mean, I like my dog, but I don't think my dog's going to have any appreciation of the fact I spent 40 to 50 bucks on a dog bowl. Does it keep Fido's Alpo warm or cold, as well, the case the may water. be? Well, you, know, you put water in it, oh, too, but yeah. what, what's the what's the big... I mean, that's just pure... You're just being, uh, you know, all statusy mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, look at my dog. He's got a $40 dog bowl. Yeah, my dog would rather drink out of a toilet mm-hmm. than out of a $50 bowl. Hey, here's an idea. Maybe you could get a dog bowl shaped like a toilet. Now that Well, would... they've got them. Do they really? They do. Okay. They do. So that probably is uh, pretty expensive as well, right? You pay for that kind of artwork? Sure. It's 843 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Hey, Becky, what about this beat for your next Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50. And ACDC with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Don't let the sunshine fool you right now. We've got some potentially heavy thunderstorms coming in later today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, tomorrow, i got to, you know, we're going to, this week is the, uh, the, the, Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame thing. We kind of yeah. mentioned it here and there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. 
but I'm uh, I'm busy preparing my speech, and because uh, I have to, I, I'm told I can speak for five minutes. Wow, five I get, minutes! I get five. That's a lot. <laughs> you're telling me. Um, I got to come up with a five five minute speech, mm-hmm. and uh, I had to go back and look at old uh, videos on YouTube of of people uh, and their speeches because I want to see. Well, you know what's you know, what are the parameters here? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, uh, how much profanity can I use? Because I've got a lot to get off my chest, mm-hmm. as you can imagine. And uh, surprisingly, very little profanity in this. I think Dave Madsen, who was also in, yeah. uh, was the only one that I could see that said anything. And he said, son of a bitch, which isn't even a, it's not even a bad one. No, you can get away with that. Well, you could break the mold. You could yeah. go for it, right? Well, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> blaze a trail. I, yeah. I, I like to be a, a trailblazer, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't even know why. If that's why I'm even being yeah. uh, inducted, it's like one of those. Uh, it's like that Valley Pro- Press Club roast, which is happening on the same night. Which I'm uh, right. sorry to say, I'm going to have to miss but, again for the 27th yeah, year in a row. I had a, I have a, I have a, I've been asked to kind of add a couple of jokes to to one of these skits for that thing. Uh, for that for that Valley Press Club roast, yeah, it's one of those things where like, oh, you hear the word roast and you think everybody's gonna go there and, uh, you know, uh, called Dom Sarno uh, names that uh, his own his own uh, brother wouldn't even call him. You know what I mean? Like, sure. you know, nasty nasty things that you can say to these folks. It's not like that at all. It's like dry and it's like campy humor yeah. and it's. Uh, when, whenever I hear it's the, before they invented fun because it's not. When, whenever huh. I've heard the word skits, yeah, uh, being mentioned to me, I know, yeah, skits yeah. sounds like a skin condition more than something that's going to make me laugh. Yeah, I've got a bad case of the skits. I don't know. Monty Python was good at skits. That's sketch. Ah, oh, sketch, okay. sketch, sketch is okay. done by people who are professionals and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Skits, skits are done by people who are not professionals and don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And nine out of ten skits actually do feel like a skin condition by the end of it. Like junior high school uh, yeah. presentation. We're going to be doing skits. Mm. Local talent who wants, and skits. Who wants to do skits? <laughs> we don't do enough skits but, but, at this thing. But that's my, my point is that, uh, you know, you, you think, oh, wow, it's the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. There's probably all kinds of dirty material being told at those nope. speeches. Not nope. one. You know why? Because they're all like ready to die. They're all like dinosaurs and they're all like, oh, I remember back in the day when the Charleston became the new dance. There aren't them. I mean, there's, I mean, there's some elderly yeah. people being uh, in, enshrined, but it's mostly you. people about my age, maybe a little bit older. Yeah. Definitely on the tail end of their career without, without question. But, you know, apparently I'm not supposed to use much profanity at all, so this is going to be a... That's ridiculous. going to have to rewrite everything I wrote down, because that's going to be a... Jag to, nabbit. I know. Yeah, bull- <laughs> ah, fiddlesticks. <laughs> Bullsh. Be, you there. You, yeah. be careful. You yeah. be careful there, mister. Yeah. So anyway. You'll yeah. be fine. I, you're going you're gonna to write that speech, and you're going to be... Uh, everything's going to be great. We're going to have a nice little free lunch. Yeah, that's, that's all that matters is Do the they free know, lunch. you know what's on the menu for that lunch? Or? Yeah, I, I keep looking, and I, uh, I don't find uh, exactly what's on it. It better be good. Or, or a Hall or, of Fame. What? Or what? Well, then I'm going to have to turn over tables. 
I bet you, you know, I bet you there's like a really famous food place nearby we could all go eat afterwards. <laughs> of course there is. Yeah. yeah. It's like going to the Bright Nights Ball. You always need to have something afterwards because you couldn't fill up enough on the food. <laughs> go to the Quincy Market. Right. Yeah, there you, uh, right down you, the road. Nothing wrong with the Quincy Market, but there's, I mean, there's other better places to go than, mm. than over there. I mean, there's a lot of places to eat in Boston that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Isn't there like a famous roast beef place out there somewhere? There probably is. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, hot roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. You'd like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love hot roast beef. Speaking of uh, a great food, Villa Napolitana, their lobster hey, fest. Hey, look is, at you, man. Know, Whoa, that's why you're in, a broadcast man. Hall that's of it. Famer, right? Slick. Their, uh, their lobster fest is going on now <laughs> at Villa Napolitana, North Main Street in East Lombardo. Enjoy everything lobster. Delicious. I happen to have a $50 gift card right now that I'll give to the 10th caller at 293-1021. Good luck to you. It's 855 on Rock 102. The big-